Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. We are trekking on with Homecoming this week, and before we get into that, I wanted to go ahead and let you all know that tomorrow I will be featured on the Whelmed podcast, which is a Young Justice-oriented podcast discussing the use of language and linguistics in the context of Young Justice and in storytelling. If you're interested in getting something of a look at the way that I view language and the way that it impacts characters and storytelling, I highly recommend that you go ahead and check that out. It's run by Rich Howard, who's a dear friend of mine, and Caleb, that is the Caleb G of the RPG Academy Network, and its flagship show. So if you like either of those guys or are interested in hearing my takes on that, I recommend you give that a listen. Aside from that, I wanted to thank our backers at Patreon, as I do every week for their outstanding contributions. This week, I'm going to thank Michael Pruitt for his contribution. Thank you so much. It's always lovely chatting with you on Twitter. We actually had a lovely conversation today about inclusivity in gaming and engaging people in Exalted, and that was awesome. Thank you so much. With that out of the way, let's begin. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, seven symphonious chords burst onto the scene of the battle, with him overtaken by unbridled rage and insatiable bloodlust. What were Godwin, Ariston, and Rizzo to do to keep him at bay, much less defend themselves against the titans of the realm at the same time? How much bloodshed would it take for things to go their way? Seven Symphonious Chords looms over the battlefield, his eyes glazed over and a fierce scowl on his face. The stage, which held the chairs, is toppled over, and the chairs have spilled out around. Godwin and Prema face each other, and right next to them, Ariston has just launched into an attack against Min in the wake of of all of this chaos, of Seven Symphonious Chords' arrival into the fray as he is grasped with bloodlust. What does Rizzo do? Rizzo looks over towards where Prima is and sees her standing on the opposite side of Ariston and makes a run towards her, running very low, and takes the gravel from underneath as she's um, running past low on the ground, takes her sword out from behind her and sprinkles some of the grass and dirt on the base of her sword where the blade meets the handle and whispers, Howling. And she hears Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice like, go, because that triggered him a little bit and he thought he was being called but he knows now it's not his time so she runs over and she stands right in front of prima and she goes prima i'm sorry and she uses howling lotus strike and fire stone strike so that will be a one dot stunt you're spending a willpower on this as well yes yes before rizzo attacks godwin uses flashing blade harmony um which allows rizzo to 
get double tense on decisive. And so Godwin pulls out his recorder while still standing next to the hunched over body of Min and starts playing a very agitated but still somber melody um, and watches Prema's expression as it should be one that she's very familiar with. Uh, and you're at a minus one wound penalty, so drop one of those dice because I forgot to tell you to do that. Perfect. You're good. Rizzo got seven successes. Wonderful. So because of your fire and stone strike, you'll be rolling 15 dice for damage as you drive your sword into her and the poison flows forth from your blade into her through a gap in her armor. Rizzo got six successes. Wow. Okay. That is almost enough to kill a mortal man or woman. Prima is not a mortal man or woman. You have taken out all of her minus one health boxes, though, which means she's at a worse disadvantage for the rest of this fight. And your poison seeps into her veins, and she needs to resist your poison. And she got a single success on that. So for the next four rounds, she will be at a further penalty for the rest of this fight. She's going to be at a minus two penalty, I believe, to all of her other actions. So Prima is now weakened, and she winces and pulls back, grabbing the side of her rib where you slid your sword in, like toward her ribs. And she scowls and says, If you're going to apologize, then why did you do it in the first place? Because I had to do it. And now it's Godwin's turn. So Godwin finishes playing and looks over at Cess's men, who is still on the ground, and he kicks her again so that she's lying on her back. <sighs> Don't think I've forgotten about you. I couldn't forget about you. I can't forget about what you did. She spits in your direction. Godwin pulls out one of the daggers that belongs to Forlorn Arya. What you did to all of my friends, all the people that I care about, my family, my city, I can't ever let you get away with any of it. I don't even think your death would make me feel better about it. It's just not fair. And Godwin stabs her in the stomach with the dagger. That will be a two-dot stunt. Cool. So Godwin will use an additional four motes from his peripheral pool to bump up his roll. Perfect. So go ahead and roll that. Twelve successes. All right. That is a solid hit on her as your dagger slides into her. Five successes on the damage roll. You gash her and manage to get your dagger into her abdomen, filling up to her next to last minus two health box. So she's three damage away from complete incapacitation. And after you stab her, she grabs your hand and glowers at you and says, We're doing all of this to help the people of this city. You blind fools. And now it's the soldier's turn and seeing their commanding officers both take heavy blows and seven symphonious chords join the fray. They drop onto their instincts, the training that has been drilled into them over and over again as they cluster into small groups and descend on each of you. The soldiers got six successes, just enough to scathe everyone. So we're going to start with Rizzo, who takes no damage from the hit, and Cords 
takes two points of damage as one of the soldiers leaps up over the body of his fallen comrade and in a foolhardy action drives his spear downward towards cords and you can hear the howl of his spectral blade as the spear clangs against it now for ariston they managed one against ariston as they leap in uh, as he is cocksure and confident after landing the blow that struck men off balance and godwin this soldier got six successes against godwin or this group of soldiers did and one of them dives in with their spear and then pulls back in a feint maneuver as the other two of them drive in shoulder first and check godwin off of min into the wreckage of the stage as they pull out their as they then position their spears over godwin preparing for a more definitive strike against them godwin is crashed at negative three initiative and it is prema's turn who looks at rizzo and says then i guess i'm sorry and leads with the butt of her gormal towards rizzo's forehead just trying to drive the force directly into the middle of her forehead she is going to use her excellency to boost her pool and she is going to use shattering strike which will remove eight of rizzo's armored soak dropping her to 19 here she goes prima rolled two successes against rizzo's defense i'm so glad i spent nothing (laughs) so how does rizzo deflect this blow coming straight in at her forehead she just smacks it away does she even use her sword or is no, she just like she just uses her hand? Oh, <laughs> uh, you see pained insult drive across Ragara Prema's face and you can see that she's realizing how deeply her muscles are not working the way that they should. And speaking of the poison, she now takes damage from it. She takes 1 point of initiative damage dropping her to three she's an easy target now you guys it's cessus min's turn who rolls up off the ground and nods at the soldiers who freed her i'm glad to see that you're dedicated to your duty still (laughs) now leave prima alone and min leaps in for rizzo so wreathed in the fire of her anima There are sparks which catch the grass beneath her uh, aflame as she charges toward Rizzo, leaps into the air, and spins like a whirlwind, a uh, blade after blade after blade after strike after slash raining down on Rizzo. She is going to be using her searing edge attack to add two to the damage of this uh, if she hits, and she's going to be boosting her uh, attack pool up to 18 are you going to defend yeah i would like spirit strength and skin all right we'll deal with that if slash when it actually hits yeah but that was it wait is that a decisive attack no this is a withering withering okay then yeah and you you are not limited to using any given thing once per fight okay you can use them as long as you have the moats so that's eight successes which is four over rizzo has defense but she's still rolling her overwhelming damage of three because Rizzo has preposterous soak. So, hey, 
She rolled zero successes, but still managed to do two points to Rizzo. So Rizzo drops down to one. Men's swords clang against Rizzo's skin, and you can hear them ringing and vibrating. And Min leaps away using the momentum of her strikes and skids back. Rizzo is completely unscathed, and she scowls fiercely. It's the end of the round. Everybody regain five motes. It is at the top of the round. Seven Symphonious Chords turn. We cut to him. His cast mark is still pouring blood over his pale face. There is a cruel smile against his lips as he looks down at the soldier who just tried to attack him. Because he is in the throes of his bloodlust right now, I'm going to roll a die. And if it is one to three, he will attack the battle group. If it is four to seven, he will attack Min. And if it is eight to ten, he will attack Prima. He is going to be using his Iron Whirlwind technique. So he's actually going to be splitting his attack up into three attacks. So I'm going to roll for each of those attacks. His first attack is a seven, which means he's going to be attacking Min. A ten, so Prima. And then a three, so the battle group. Wonderful. He gets to hit each of our little friends once. So, let's see what happens. He dives toward Min, who's already weak. Though Min boosted her soak with some magic, seven Symphonious Chords rolled six successes, which is enough to overcome because of Min's wound penalties. Here's his damage. He rolled three successes, which is enough to take Min out of the fight. I'm leaving this in your hands. Is someone going to do something that will stop him from full-on killing her? Or is he going to sever her ties to this mortal realm? Godwin uses the strength that he can muster and bolts towards Cess's Min and Seven Symphonies Chords screaming, No! And you see the cello bow strike against Min's chest, and you can see the screaming faces that course down the bow, screaming, and then begin to almost inhale, sucking the life's essence out of Min. And as you scream no, Seven Symphonious Chords cocks his head to the side, shakes off his bow. Min, you can hear an exhalation of breath as she falls to the ground unconscious, and Chords says, Oh, so stop me then! And instead of leaping towards Prema as intended, he barrels in on Godwin. He's going to be rolling 15 dice. Is Godwin going to defend himself? This is a decisive attack. Can yes. Godwin is going to use Hearing the Heart song. Is it perilous? Yes. Then you can't. Can Rizzo do anything? No, because you cannot take the defend other action off of your own turn. And then Godwin's just going to do his best with good luck. Not going to spend a willpower or boost it with your excellency? There is no amount of dice I can spend to help. Okay. On 15 dice against Godwin, seven Symphonious Chords got two successes. <laughs> Describe how Godwin manages to fend off this horrendous bloodlust. Godwin braces himself with his little bony bird legs and plants them firm into the ground. And as Seven Symphonies Chords lunges at him with the cello bow, Godwin just parries it a la lightsaber with his recorder. And as the 
two weapons meet, there's actually a strange discordant sound and a bizarre light emanates from them as these two oppositionally created but paired weapons meet each other. You see puzzlement rise over Seven Symphonious Chord's face. Godwin can feel something resembling unease or anxiety fill in his chest as the two weapons meet, and it eases as the bow pulls away. And Cord says, Never mind, and continues with his assault. Because Godwin knocked him so far off trajectory, we're gonna take another roll. Nine, so Prima. Kord's got seven successes against Prima. She had boosted her parry to eight. Uh, He leaps away from Godwin and strikes with his cello down on Prima. She manages to pull her Gormal up at the last second, deflecting him. And there is malice and hatred and bloodlust in his eyes as they lock weapons. It's the next turn. Is anyone going to defend against the soldiers who are going to be barreling in? For another round. Godwin is going to spend eight motes from personal to bump up plus four, and then he's going to spend a willpower to bring it up to a total of ten. That's nine with your onslaught penalty. Darn tootin'. Okay, um, I would like to use spirit, strength, and skin again. Cool. We'll see if that is relevant. So, they rolled two successes. The enemies are running out of steam, you guys. <laughs> They're not doing hot. I think I can. I think I can. Exactly. So everyone manages to repel them as they come in and attack. They are starting to become very clearly aware that they don't have a lot of gumption left, especially with Cords having just taken Min out of the fight. So you can actually see members of the guard here starting to splinter off and run toward Min so that maybe they can try to protect her. That's their turn. Uh, it is Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice's move in the initiative order if he's going to do anything this round. Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice would like to bite the remaining soldiers that are still in the area and haven't run towards Min's aid. Perfect. Uh, so go ahead and roll that for me, please. Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice got eight successes. Heck to the yes, that's one rollover on their defense. What is his damage? cool so he is going to be rolling two dice for damage so Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice gets bonus dice for everyone who's in close range of his enemies all of his allies so you're going to be rolling four dice actually so that's two describe what it's like as Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice comes back from the forest and takes out one of these soldiers so Rizzo just looks back briefly very sharply to where Quinn is, and she nods to him. He sprints back, running as fast and furious with his teeth bearing, runs in so quick that he doesn't really have time to stop himself. He scutters, and then a bunch of dust kicks up, and he lunges towards the first soldier closest to him and just chomps down on the side of his leg because he's still fairly small but has a ferocious bite. He yelps in pain as he falls to the ground, this soldier. And I made a mistake. Ariston has eight initiative. He should have gone before the soldiers. So he's going now. Ariston looks at Prima and walks over. His feet are starting to burn again on the naked ground, but 
he doesn't seem to mind it as much anymore. He slowly brings his hand up and places it on the back of his neck. And you can see below his fingers that there's a small tattoo, but it's not legible right now as he's blocking it. <sighs> Someone once told me to have more fun in fights. I think I will now. And he raises his leg to roundhouse kick her right on the ribcage. So uh, add two dice to your pool and roll that up for me, please. She's going to be buffing her defense up to seven for six motes. Ariston got 11 successes. So that's four rollovers. With Prema's preposterous soak, you still are not able to penetrate her defenses, so you'll be rolling your overwhelming value of three. Ariston got one success. So as Ariston strikes her, you can hear the clang of his smash fist meeting her white jade armor, and it rings out across the battlefield. You can see her legs buckle for a second, but then she drops back into the power of her elemental stance and continues to press against seven symphonious chords, not even acknowledging that Ariston spoke to her. So it is now Prema's turn, recovering from the instability that was brought by Ariston's kick. She continues to focus on seven symphonious chords, shifts her stance and her angle on her tetsubo, causing seven symphonious chords to slide out a little bit, and she uses that opening to hammer her gormal down at him. She rolled three successes. <laughs> four successes. She rolled four successes, which is not enough to overcome seven symphonious chords who, with a callous disregard steps in closer and actually allows himself to take the brunt of the blow to his shoulder and then raises his cello bow back toward Prema. And so Prema also takes poison from her damage as Chords slides in toward her. And she takes one more point of initiative damage, bringing her down to one. And also at one initiative is Rizzo, whose turn it is now. Great segue, Quinn. Good job. Rizzo does a full... 180 spin, takes her sword out and points it towards the soldiers. I really need you guys to leave. You're causing me extra problems. And I, again, I'm sorry. I have to do this, but it's got to be done. And she does one giant slash towards them and it whips through the air, but it, it hits them through the air, not even sword directly. Yes. Uh, that'll be a two dot stunt. I like that one. Rizzo got five successes. Excellent. That's just enough. So roll five dice for damage. Huh. Rizzo got zero successes. Ugh. Okay. So you send some of these soldiers reeling, but they manage to steal themselves. Most of them, in fact, are just focusing on running toward men and so are out of the range of ye old blast zone. It is now Godwin's turn. Godwin. He's been put on the ropes a little bit yeah, from this onslaught, but he still did manage to repel Seven Symphonious Chords' last attack. What is he going to do? Godwin looks over at Min and decides that he can wait just a second before turning to Prema and again playing that same melody that's violent 
and somber, hoping to provoke her with this withering attack. Excellent. So add two to your pool as Prima grits her teeth. Six successes. Oh, seven successes. Wonderful. So roll four damage for dice, and you get double nines. Ow, ow. One success. Which is enough to crash Prima. So, as Godwin comes in, what does it look like as he knocks Prima onto the ropes? Godwin, furiously playing his recorder, is slowly walking up to her, and then, at the last moment, pulls out the dagger with his free hand, and again stabs her in the open wound. She winces audibly, and it's the top of the round. Everybody regain five motes. Godwin's now at four initiative. Good job, buddy. Holding down the top of the round is Ariston. Everyone, except for Rizzo, has surrounded Prima. Rizzo is fending off the soldiers with Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice as the stragglers go to pick up Min, who is unconscious. There is a small fire that is spreading near where Min made her last charge. What does Ariston do? Ariston looks down at Prima and his former kind of lighthearted attitude gets heavy as his frown weighs down on his face and he glares at her. You think you're trying to help and you think you're doing the city good, but maybe you in the realm need to learn a lesson. You shouldn't meddle in places that don't need you. And you shouldn't accuse good people of being evil and corrupt and demons because you've been wrong more than once in this fight. And right now, if I can, I'm going to make sure you strike out one more time. All the evidence I need is right in front of my eyes. What are you doing attacks-wise? Ariston clenches his right fist, and there's still little tiny cuts from earlier when he hit the door. And he looks down and looks back up at her, and he's just going to punch her straight across the face. Ariston is using a Heaven Thunder Hammer to increase the damage of his roll. Perfect. So go ahead and roll that to hit. Ariston got 10 successes. Wowzers. That clears her defense solidly. Go ahead and roll your damage. Are you going to spend any willpower to increase this? I'll spend one willpower. Perfect. Ariston got 7 successes. So you throw her out to short range. She takes four automatic dice, or automatic levels of lethal damage, and seven dice of bashing damage. What direction does he fling her? Ariston, full force, hits her as hard as he can into one of the large trees. So that is four lethal and four bashing damage that Prima takes here. This fills up her health track. It's almost enough to kill her flat out, but it rolls over into bashing damage for the final portion of her health track. So she slams into the tree. It breaks. And you can see that Ariston slammed his fist into her face and her head was the first thing that hit the tree. And the impact of her head essentially flying directly into this tree and sending enough force to send a shockwave across the battlefield and to shatter this tree, knocks her almost immediately unconscious. So both Min and Prema are out of the fight, and the soldiers, seeing this, immediately turn and start fleeing to where the majority of the other soldiers fled to. We will now drop out of combat time, but 
seven symphonious chords starts stalking over to where prima flew cello bow in hand and he is very clearly holding up his bow with every intent to finish the job he is still in the throes of this bloodlust what do you do how are you going to stop him are you going to stop him ariston grabs can he grab him uh, you're putting yourself at risk for him trying to straight up hack into your face okay all right never mind okay ariston while keeping his distance calls out hey that's not yours it's right there and he keeps moving you don't stop right now i'm gonna have to stop you he turns around blood is pouring over his face he is smiling red blood is running through his teeth and he licks his lips i invite you to stop me cords don't what's the point i warned you this was going to happen (laughs) You've done your job. Just stop already. Yes, and now it's time to have some fun. Rizzo looks like she's going to walk away, and she turns around and sneaks up behind Seven Symphonious Chords and knocks him over the head. So you're going to need to make a dexterity plus stealth roll on that one? Yes. Here's a roll-off. How many did you get? Two. You got four. So you come up behind him trying to bonk him on the head, and he slams into your wrist with his cello bow and grabs you by the shirt. Would you prefer that I do it to you instead? No, I'm just trying to get you back to yourself. Godwin gonna do anything? Godwin does not care, so I don't know. He just threatened to kill Rizzo. Oh, well, he cares about Rizzo, yeah. Godwin immediately looks over from where he's standing and sees that Rizzo is dangerously close to Seven Symphonious Chords. He's like, holding her by the collar. I didn't know if he was, like, lifting her up or yeah. not. Yeah. Am I um, dangling in the, in the air? Is he, like, a little fully, bit. like... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Godwin looks over at to where Seven Symphonious Chords is holding Rizzo. Let her go! He slowly turns his head. Why? I don't care if you kill the other one. Just let Rizzo go. She's on our side. I don't care about sides right now. Like, you can have Prima. That's fine. I don't care. Listen, can you, can you please put me down just a little bit? Please, on the floor, please. He gently sets you on the ground, but the tip of the cello bow is now pointed toward your clavicle. Okay, thank you. All right. You don't really want to do this. You want to have fun, but maybe when you're not all like hopped up on juice, juices, you know, maybe you might think like, man, I really wish I wouldn't have done that. And we're just trying to be those friends who stop you from making silly decisions when you can't think clearly. How do you expect us to protect you if you act like a monster? Find some scent of humanity in yourself and practice some control if you can. I just, I'm not going to watch while you pawn people off to die. So go ahead and roll the highest of your charismas plus the highest of your presences as you collectively try to convince him. Uh, And you'll get a uh, two free uh, stunt. Seven successes. He looks at Rizzo, and he looks at Ariston, and he looks at Godwin. I told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. I said don't. I said don't. I said don't. I said don't, and you did. You asked me to be here. You did this. You did this. You asked for this, and you did this. And he pulls the cello bow back and drives it 
straight through his thigh. No blood emerges, and he winces. Pick them up and leave. This is only going to hold my back for so long. Rizzo picks up Cessus Min and throws her over her shoulder. Ariston grabs Prima as quickly as he can without even looking back at some symphonious chords. Yeah, so they run out of the camp and through the walls and to the nearest forest where Qui-Gon had run to past the sidelines. We see a shot sort of low as the three of you run into the forest and you can see Cords standing there in pain and his anima, the smiling eyes, uh, almost close. You can see wrinkles form around the corners and the blood begins to run through his anima. And we cut away to a clearing in the forest. A clearing where four months ago, Godwin, Ajax, and Flowing Delta set camp as they ventured out to the Gilded Pyramid for the first time. Min and Prema, what have you guys done with them? The clearing itself is bathed in sunlight as your animas are still flaring. Rizzo sets Min and props her up against a tree gently, resting her down and folding her arms over her lap and kind of kneels down in front of her so they're at eye level. Ariston just throws Prima kind of harshly. Isn't like slam her into the ground, but he just kind of like tosses her against the other tree. Godwin picks up Quinn and just kind of pets him, standing at a distance. And as they are set, they both start coming to, but Min is the first person to really come back. You see her eyes loosely blink a couple of times before she reaches her hand toward her forehead. Shit, that really hurts. I'm really sorry that this had to happen, but we tried to explain that, and I know this is what you believe, but, and you believe it to be right, but we couldn't just stand by and let our city be taken over. And I'm really, really sorry about your sister, both of your sister. I really want you to know that I didn't want that to happen. It's basically, we're at this, we were at the same point where we're at now, but she felt that it was necessary to take her own life out of honor, which I respect, but also it's not what I wanted to happen. And I'm really, truly sorry. Save me your moralizing. The Immaculate Order, the Immaculate Faith is a joke. All of this is a joke. They sent me to train as a monk because I'm a joke too. You've just proven it. If I had the strength to do much else but hold my head, I'd do the same thing that Aunt did. But I'm too weak even for that, it would seem. I'm really sorry that you feel like that, but if you believe in it, I don't think it's a joke, but you... You can't expect us to immediately just follow what you believed in. The order was a convenient excuse for us. Prima, when she comes around, she'd object to me speaking like this. But quite frankly, look around. I'm not sure that I like you. Maybe you are demons. I don't know. But I am supposed to be at the top. The very epitome of what it means to be alive. So was on. And I've been treated like trash for years. Don't you think you should question what you believe in then? Don't you think that you should question the Immaculate Order? You shouldn't just follow blindly? Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's precisely what I'm expressing. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever known. 
but I do know that they gave me skills, and they gave me a chance to be something. That's past. <laughs> I'm the same piece of shit that they threw at the temple. You're not a piece of shit. And you can have all of this and be who you want without having to follow the Immaculate Order. Uh, that sounds to me like you're trying to instill an intimacy, so go ahead and roll Charisma plus Socialize. Rizzo got four successes. So what were you trying to instill in her? It sounded to me like you were trying to instill the belief in her that she um, can be more outside of the order. Yeah. More of like a self-worth. Like right now, I feel like the vibe that I'm getting at is that this is this after this battle, it's really made her question her belief in the Immaculate Order and it's kind of shattered her reality, but I don't want it to shatter her reality. I want her to still believe in herself, but also realize that, and maybe like Rizzo a little bit more, but that we maybe understand or step in our shoes as to why we fought them so hard and question what they were believing in so blindly and that there are maybe some flaws to it that she could understand why we did what we did. Okay. What do you suggest then? If I leave the order, I'm leaving the only thing that I have left. Where do I go if I leave? Do you have any other family? Arn was the only one who cared. The other ones? They're the reason I'm here in the first place. They shipped me off because I was such a disappointment. Then leave with Prima. Ha you both need each other. You both lost. And going back, losing Jawei, how do you think that the rest of the Immaculate Order is going to look at this? You're all each other has and... I think that you guys need to work on yourselves and start to think outside of the box and outside of the realm and outside of the order. And what do you really want? Think for yourself. What do I want? That's a funny question. It's because I know one. what I wanted. All I wanted was to look at the table as the family gathered. Everyone come back from their holdings, their adventures in the realm, and to look at me like I was anything more than a political inconvenience. Like maybe, just maybe, they were proud of the person I became. And now is your first real chance at that. Look, I don't no, know. This was my last chance. And I've... And she just looks down at her chest. Look, I don't know why we're having this fun conversation about hypotheticals. I don't understand, Godwin. You don't understand? Why do you talk like men's going anywhere? Because they need to leave. We've got them. We've defeated them. They need to leave Jawei so we can have our city back. You're going to let men who killed Ajax walk away? Now we've, I don't think that's fair. She did what she... You're putting me in a really tough spot. Were you going to say she did what she needed to do? Because I need to do something too. I need to avenge him. I don't think Ajax would have killed her. I think Ajax would have killed her. Are you kidding me? Is that how you want to operate, Godwin? You're going to lead the city, like, eye for eye? Whoever kills gets killed? Then we're just as low as the realm is. We oh, both saw yeah, because I'm not the one that lets murderers walk away like you do. We both saw that fight. You came out lucky quite a few times. Maybe that was some good karma. I'll cash in a million years of good karma to avenge him. Well, you don't have much more because you keep doing things like this. Things like what? Things like killing people all willy-nilly. Willy-nilly? This is not willy-nilly. Robert Robajai was not willy-nilly. 
You think murder is going to make you a man? If anything's made you more of a boy. Then I'll be a boy, but at least I will have avenged my brother. Vijay was a diplomat. Prema is holding herself up and leaning back against the tree. What was what you did, if not bullheaded or willy-nilly? Who said that you could speak? If you care that much, make like men and gag me. She glowers at you. Godwin pulls the shawl that he wears across his waist off and does so. <laughs> the realm could have made something of you. Shame you have such anathemic predilections. What, so that I can be stronger than you? You may be stronger than me, but with the right direction and an attitude like that, you could have been stronger than all creation. Who says I'm not? Oh my I know I'm certainly stronger than God. the realm. You're stronger than three flunkies. You're better than the trash we have to throw at a backwater. Then you seem to agree with me that your life no longer has any worth. My life had no worth a long time ago. The fact that my life has no worth is how I got into this situation in the first place. Like I said, this was my last chance. And I've proven what everyone in my family knew for so long. Then let's just end it. Are you hearing yourself right now? You're not the Very goddamn clearly. judge of morals and life and death. I'm sorry you think that you're in charge of everyone, but you're not, okay? So, so what, stop. you think you're the judge? You no. think your opinion matters more? No, I don't. I'm just saying, stop putting yourself on this pedestal. You see what she's doing? She's gone inside your head so easily. What? She wants to die. I want her to die. I don't see what the problem she is She wants here. to make you like her. And that's exactly what's happening. I'm watching it happen before my eyes. It's disgusting. I am not of the realm. She's she acting just like him. That you could have fit in the realm. Don't lose yourself, Godwin. I'm not in the realm. I will never be in the realm. I don't agree with the Immaculate Order. Then why I are agree you with acting justice. like them? Because I feel that this is necessary. An eye for an eye. They felt like this was necessary. What's the difference between what you're doing and what they did? They're what doing they it for the Immaculate Order and I'm doing it for my brother. The problem with an eye for an eye is that it keeps going and going and going until it gets right back to you. The then only I way to win it. is to break the chain. And maybe you're just not strong enough to do that. I don't like your attitude. I don't like that you're speaking to me as if you're my friend. I don't care what you feel is moral, what you feel is the right thing for me to do. Because I know what I think is right. I know what Ajax would have wanted, and it's this. It's to not allow a murderer to continue rampant on the streets to make sure that Zhao Wei is safe. Now, wait a minute. You just said you don't want to let a murderer... You're a murderer, Godwin. You killed a man. Should we kill you now, too? Try. Godwin, you're acting like you are some, someone who's so strong and, and can defeat all of us. Are you really going to put yourself against us? You were out of that fight for a long time because you just... You weren't thinking straight. You didn't think about what your movements were going to be. Maybe I got unlucky. <laughs> well, this is bloody textbook. What's so textbook about it? This is why the anathema are supposed to be so bad. I don't know if I believe the texts, but they say that you have a predilection toward infighting. Look at you tearing yourselves apart. 
can't even muster the strength to take care of the threats in front of you. It's pathetic. Listen, Min. You think that you can just say whatever you want and do whatever you want and get away with it. That's not how it works anymore. You and Prima made a huge fucking mistake. You think you can judge a whole group of people just for their association with one group? You don't know this city. You don't know how good it is. You don't know the good people that work in it. You will never know. And you know what? I threw a cord into a column and I let him go. I threw Prima into a tree and she's still alive. You keep running your goddamn mouth like you're some kind of queen. I'll throw you into the ground and bury you. That's what I want. You questioned the Immaculate Order. Why didn't you frickin' do that before you caused all of this mess? Question your beliefs. Even think about what you're doing is wrong. Why didn't you do that before, huh? She grits her teeth. Because before I lost today, I had a chance to return to the realm, victorious, and to prove that I was worth something. I still had something to gain. Not so anymore. Return victorious to something that you don't even think you believe in anymore? If it really mattered to you, if that really mattered to you, you would still believe in that beautiful image that you hold close. And now the fact that you're questioning it now makes me think that you didn't really believe it at all. That you really didn't believe that you had it in you. So maybe that's not what you really wanted. That sounds to me like a read intentions role. Okay. Go ahead and give me perception plus socialize. What am I looking to schmeet? She's still at a minus four to everything, so one. Okay. Uh, Rizzo got two successes. (laughs) Really just scraping on by there. I wanted the people who I, for some stupid reason, decided to value, to value me the same way. That's all I wanted. Why are you so weak that you can't think that that still can't happen now? Starting anew. And who will value me then? You still have Prima. You still have a sister. You can still make acquaintances with people who might mean something to you. Before I came here to help defend my city, I didn't know anything about Ariston. And now he's become one of my greater friends. Godwin, you just stop. Stop it. Stop what? Just shh for a second. Oh, now you're acting like you're better than me. No, Hmm. I'm not. I'm just realizing that when I have a friend next to me, someone that who would risk their life for me and has clearly risked their life for you, I can actually call them by their name. Why aren't you just a fine and upstanding person? Yeah, she is. Did I ask for your opinion? No. I don't need you to ask. Not a dog. God, I wish I could bury you in the ground, too. Yeah, I bet you do. But you're not strong enough. Ugh! And Godwin drops Quinn and frustratedly punches the bark of a tree. If this is what waits for me, if I defect, I want nothing of this. You're not like Godwin. Godwin has a heart. Godwin cares too much. And he's too stupid to realize when a lot of people care about him and he holds on to grudges. You, I don't know how much heart you have. I don't even know if you have a heart. To be honest, I've been trying to connect with you and apologize and at least have you see something that I've done and something that I knew that was wrong, but you refuse. You've closed your heart and 
honestly, that's what makes you very different than Godwin. And this, this won't ever happen for you. I don't know what will. Trying to connect with me? I'm laying my soul out in front of you. You've never had anyone around that, no matter how hard you try... You don't know my life. You don't know what it was like before your realm came in. You don't know what it was like with my family. You don't know what I had to do and why I left with them. So don't sit here. Well, not like you have a chance to stand up anyways. But don't just sit here and think that you can pinpoint me because of what I told you. You don't know anything about me. So don't don't think like I don't understand where you're coming from. I was just trying to connect. You keep reaching out for so long, and people keep turning you away, and suddenly, <laughs> you lose your last chance, and here you are. Maybe some people aren't meant to connect in this guess... world. According to her faith, she reincarnates, right? You know what, Min? I, I find it funny. I'm just thinking, you didn't lose today. You lost so long ago, because yeah. you put your whole value in what other people think about you. And you can care about people, and you can love them. When it comes to your worth, you do that, and you're fucked. Right from the get-go. And you're always going to be if you don't learn how to just trust yourself. But I don't know if you can at this point. From what I've heard, you seem like a lost cause. Isn't Ariston lucky that he doesn't get to care about the opinions of others? Oh, I care about them, I just don't let them define me. I don't let them make my uh, life hell anymore. I used to do that, and didn't really get me anywhere. Well, maybe some of us aren't as lucky as you, and maybe some, like Cessus Min here, won't ever have the opportunity to be that lucky. It's just not something they're capable of. You think I'm lucky, asshole? Yeah, I think you're lucky. You think I- That you can still stand next to me when I hate you so damn much? (laughs) You think I'm lucky? Wow. You're even more fucking stupid than I thought you were. And I didn't think that was possible. It's like you closed your eyes, your ears, and everything to me. You just think of me as a fucking animal. That's what... That You know what? And that makes you probably even more of an animal than I am. Because you're dumb. You're like a dumb, stupid pig. Stop. Do you feel better now? Okay? I am a lover in the city. I matter to these people. You're just some foreigner who walked in... And acts like he's part of the crew. Like you knew everybody. Like you knew Ajax. Like you knew what he wanted. You didn't know him at all. Don't act like you're one of us. Honestly, I'll be part of Rizzo, but I don't think I've ever wanted to be part of you, Godwin. Maybe once when I thought that you had something redeemable about you. But every time you make it clear that you don't care about me or frankly anyone but yourself. I cared about Ajax. I still do. That's why this is so damn important to me. If these are going to be my last moments, I prefer I not have to spend them listening to you bicker at each other. Just get it on with or let me go. I don't know if you're in a place to make decisions, Min. I don't know why you keep acting like you are. Because I have nothing left to lose. (laughs) I keep telling you that there's nothing left for me to lose. I don't think that I have some position over you. You're everything compared to me. You've got your power. Use it. No. We're just not going to let you get the lights out. You're going to have to live with yourself. You know what, Godwin? I understand that you and Ajax were a lot closer than I was with him. And I'm sorry that 
I'm not backing up your decision with killing men. That's why I'm going to give you the opportunity to do what you want to do, but I'm going to walk away and I want you to know that I still love you, but I just really want you to think about what you're doing. Rizzo picks up Qui-Gon and heads to the farthest tree in the back and just sits down and pets him. And as you turn away, Min shouts back after you, Just because you close your eyes doesn't absolve you of your involvement in this. If you think me dying is so distasteful, then do something about it. You've done just as much as he has if he kills me. Live with that. Rizzo turns on her heel and walks right the fuck back and says, you're the one who wanted to die. Why don't you defend yourself one last time if you really think that fight for your life instead of trying to be the one who wants to throw it away. You're the one sitting here thinking that you don't have anything left to live for. Why don't you just stop trying to bait me and tell us what you want? Tell me what you want. Do you want to live? Do you think that you have something to live for? Are you just going to talk crap because I'm going to let my best friend decide what he wants to do because you killed our best friend? So go ahead and give me another charisma And that sounds presence this time. You'll get plus two dice for that. Rizzo got three successes. What I want is simple. I want to know that I could feel loved or valued. Or I want to, knowing that I've finally proven that I'm not worth it, just let it be done. Well, I think that's up to you if you think that you can be loved again. Are you going to keep this attitude throughout your life? Are you going to keep closing people out? Are you going to actually let people in instead of having one favorite sister while someone right next to you is also your sister and would die for you? Why don't you start talking to her about some things? Hmm? How do you think she would feel if she lost another sister within the span of a few days? Arn was not Prima's sister. We are sisters because we were brought together. You still don't think she cares about her? You don't think that she didn't care about her at all? She's never even met the girl. So no, she's the one who told me that she died though. But I've just said some things that I don't know that Prima can live down. About my doubts. About the faith. I don't know. Do you see anything inside me that's worth loving? That's worth keeping around? You haven't convinced me of that. I've been fighting for you this whole time. I've been fighting for you inside and you haven't given me a single reason to. Not one. I'm leaving this decision up to you for whatever reason. Even though you still killed our best friend and have just shat on me this whole entire time that I've tried to apologize for something that I didn't even do, yet I still fight for you. So I guess, I guess deep down inside, I guess I do think that there's something we're saving, but it's really up to you if you think it's not my choice. I'm not going to live with you. I'm not going to be one making decisions or making friends for you. I can't hold your hand. I'm not even your friend. I don't care. I just did what I thought was right. And I'm really sorry, Godwin, because I just, I always do that. And I, I don't, think that you're not doing what you think is right as well so i apologize what are you apologizing to him for he's doing what he thinks he's doing what he thinks is right yeah at Uh, the expense of everyone else but at least when we think about things we think about other people if he thinks that that's what's right that's not our job to tell him that's that's not avenging our brother our friend how does Seth's men's death affect other people besides Seth's men and us it really doesn't at this point, we could be taking doesn't. someone away from the future that we could really use. It's also the city's or, opinion of you, Godwin. You've killed two. You, you'd be killing two people in a span of a few months. We have elections coming up and you're not worried about that? If avenging Ajax means I lose, then by 
God, I'll lose. Is you're that not, thinking not really avenging Ajax if he would want you to do greater in masses by helping our city up? We've already saved it. If the city feels that I am not the right candidate after killing Sessa's men, then the city knows what's best for it. That's what Ajax would believe. What about Arya? What about Arya? If you thought, you're almost making yourself into a worse person so they don't elect you. You made a promise to her, now you're just going to go back on it? What does anything that you're saying mean? It doesn't have any relevance to what we're talking about. Yes, it does. If you kill her, you're going to have a bad opinion with the people. The people have a bad opinion with you, they're not going to elect you. But you are choosing to risk that, risk something that Arya worked hard for and has been continued to work hard for, a lot harder than you. Because you want to do some revenge bullshit. Revenge bullshit? Yes. To me, it is. Well, it's clear then that you don't respect other people's opinions. That's the nice thing about Rizzo. She respects my opinion. I'm not going to hold your hand and listen to your little story about how you want to keep killing people. I guess this is why I don't respect you. I don't need you to respect me, honestly. Then I don't need your opinions. Godwin. Stop. You're not making any headway right now. We have a situation that's right in front of us. Deal with the elections later. I just brought it up because you need to put that in mind. It's in mind. And all I'm hearing right now is that I firmly believe in something. Sessa's Min doesn't disagree. And we're just kind of dilly-dallying. We'll ask her before you make that decision. Sessa's Min, what do you want? You want to feel loved? But I don't know that I can ever feel love for you. And I don't know... That anybody else can ever feel love for you. All I know is that if you continue to live, the hatred that I feel for you will live so strongly in all of creation that I don't know that you will ever feel loved because this hate is so strong it will overwhelm all of that that you could ever feel. Are you trying to convince her that she should die? Godwin is, yes. Roll charisma plus presence. Ugh. Three successes. Min looks down and she looks at Rizzo and she clenches her teeth and she looks at Godwin and she spends one of the last points of willpower that she has left rejecting your influence and says, you know what? Maybe I am trash. Maybe I am just waiting to die. But you're capable of feeling a hell of a lot about me. And I felt a hell of a lot about the people under my command. Maybe there's something there. So please, I'm a creature who thrives on spite. Hate me. I'll keep hating you back. And just to say, fuck you, I'll find someone who can muster it in themselves to try to love me. Well, it's not going to be the people that just watched you fall. Rizzo leans in to Min, still angry because she put her through a wave. You need to grab Prima as soon as you get the strength to stand up and leave i don't care where you go but i swear if i ever see your face again i'm probably gonna encourage godwin to do whatever he wants so now you're on the side of not killing her again i was always on that side but i still respect what you want to do and you have to respect that for me too i just don't know how we can let her walk away that just doesn't seem right Depends on if you want to be a man or not. Why does it? Why is it all about being a man? I can be a man who's passionate about what I feel. It doesn't make me a boy to feel strongly, to have conviction. That's not the issue. The issue is that your feelings are so hateful and mean. You spend so much of your breath trying to 
tear other people down. I made a decision to let someone go, and you can't deal with it. So you spend so much time making me feel bad about it as much as you can. And you know what? I'm not going to listen to you act like your passion and your strong feelings are good because they're not. Well, I'm not going to take that from someone who let a man go because he just couldn't think to kill someone so beautiful because you thought he was handsome or something. You just proved my point. You just keep doing that. I really don't believe there's another reason you let him go. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you think about my decision. Then I don't care what you think about my decision. Well, your decision is going to harm other people like we already went over. Are you not getting that? I'm accepting the consequences of that. The consequences aren't just yours to accept. Arya's going to have to accept them. So will the city. What is the city supposed to do with our good lovers? Are just going to pick two people from the street? Godwin, when you killed that other man, what did Ajax say? How did he feel about it? That man didn't murder him. How did he feel about it? I will admit that Raghurav Vijay might not have been guilty of so, death. And, and you changed afterwards. What did Ajax have to say about that? About what it did to you? Because I can guarantee you it's going to do the same thing. Are you going to let Arya have to go through that? No. Even if that means me not being around her. She doesn't deserve that. Does she deserve to lose you? If I am not a man she that's worthy you, of standing beside her, then yes. If she loves you, who are you to take yourself away from her? You're also hurting her by leaving. The person that I will become if I don't do this is not a person that she would want either. That's up to you. Godwin. What? This Aria. I know I hurt her, but I have a question for you. Do you love her? Not as much as I loved Ajax. Well, if you love her at all and you choose to walk away, or you force yourself to walk away, what? you're looking at the future that you have in store. I will never be you. Your friends don't seem entirely convinced of that. And maybe they're not my friends. One of them is not. The other one at least respects my opinion. Oh my god. And you, sitting here at this tree, are not respected. No, here I'm not. I don't know that you ever will be, but I don't know if I can respect myself if I let you go. I'm not looking at a man who respects himself, am I? And she's going to make a read intentions roll against Godwin. So she spent the last point of willpower that she had on that roll, and because of that she got five, which meets Godwin's guile score. So this then means that you have to answer the question, does Godwin respect himself? Uh, that's a complicated question, I don't know. <laughs> Think about it. He's never been asked that before. Sure doesn't seem to be acting like it. No. I think he doesn't at this point, though. Because he's kind of, like, fucked either way. Fucked if true. Like, yeah. I think he doesn't. So, she looks you in the eyes. And she knows, just like she's called you out on, that you do not respect yourself. And you can see in her eyes that she knows. And almost every time you've looked into men's eyes, they've been filled with hard contempt. And you can see that she knows, and her eyes don't show contempt or haughtiness. They soften with pity. Yeah, that's what I thought. Godwin punches her in the face. She collapses unconscious. What is your problem? You don't have a right to ask. Why do you act like you can control when and when I don't talk? You don't. I wish I could, but it seems like you're just preventing me from doing anything that I would ever need to do. This isn't a need, this is a want. This is a need. No, it's not. You're not gonna die if you don't do this. Something inside of me will die. 
So dramatic. Will you just think rationally for a second? The ration I'm seeing is that there is no reason why she should live. Give me good reasons. We have. You don't listen to them. Well, give them to me again. I'm listening for your goddamn opinion this time. She wants to live. Is that your right to take somebody else? Was it her right to take Ajax's life away? Is that your right to take somebody else's life if they want to live? Ajax wanted to live. Ajax wanted to do great things. You're going to hurt Arya, and she's been hurt enough. Then maybe she'll leave me, and she'll be better off. You keep convincing yourself of these things. No, she won't. It's like you're justifying your bad decisions. She already left Lakshu for you. Her whole clan pretty much was destroyed. And now you're going to turn into this person? It sounds like there isn't anything left of me to save. So that's it. You're just going to give up on yourself and you're going to let her pick up the pieces. You say that like I haven't given up on myself already. You can hear the crunching of approaching footsteps. And the priest enters the clearing and walks purposefully directly toward Godwin and puts her hand on his shoulder. And the person changes from a weathered older woman into a short, lithe, dark-haired dark-skinned person with bright red eyes. The battle's done, Godwin. It's time that you accept that, you have a meal, and you go to sleep. I'll cook it, I promise. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? Hey, you guys, I just went over and uh, hope you don't mind I grabbed a tray of teas for you guys. Thanks, Max. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Maybe it was presumptuous of me, but I just kind of assumed that you'd all like some oolong, so I just went, you know, got that. No, oolong's perfect, thank you. Is that the shrine oolong? Oh, no, I just asked for for regular style oolong. Uh, they, you know, they charge extra for the shrine oolong, and I'm not exactly swimming in cash. Oh. Especially since, well, <laughs> my job fell apart. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Uh... No, I don't blame you for it. It wasn't really your your fault. Thanks. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm really bummed about that shrine oolong. I mean, it, you can taste the difference. I'm not bummed about it. Thank Godwin, you. Godwin, if you want some, I can buy you some. I don't want any of your sass. That didn't seem like sass to me. That seemed like just a good friendly. I was offer. literally just offering to buy you some I tea. I don't need Ariston's chump change. Well, okay. well, if you'd like, then you could buy your own. I'm Shrine a self-made Ulam. man. Well, no, that's ridiculous. Okay, are you a self-made man, or are you someone who relies on the favor of others for your drinks? I, I'm still figuring that out for myself, all right? I'm a healthy adolescent male. I'm still learning. Okay, adolescent? You're like 22. People <laughs> always assume I'm younger. That doesn't but mean that right. you are. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you are at all. Hey. Hey. Look. That's unnecessary. I'm just saying, you gotta figure out what you wanna do. You know what Arya calls you sometimes? She calls you Godwin. Give an inch, take a mile, Corelli. <laughs> <laughs> Is she insinuating something about me? Give an inch, take a mile. Someone gives a little bit. They can see to you I a bet little bit. Godwin gives her an inch on the regular. Gross. That was in poor that was taste. Just that was just in poor taste. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> It was more about how you have a small penis than about Arya. <laughs> well, fish don't have penises, so I'm sorry to hear that I have a whole inch more than you do. <laughs> hey, man, you can't you can't get to me today. I'm in a good mood. Oh, it's uh, it's wedding season back in 
my home. I mean, I can't obviously go to them, but I don't know. It's always fun to see people in love, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. They should get married. Again, poor taste. All probably, the... probably on the south side of Umami is probably where I'd say this taste is <laughs> sitting right now. Max, have you been to any fancy wedding? Why am I getting shit on for one joke? When he well, no, there was, does... it was two. It was two. It was both of those jokes. You're not very good at delivering jokes either. You were in a either. good mood. You're taking this so personal. He was the one. I'm sorry. Quinn. I... You're upsetting Quinn. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to upset anyone right now. But see, the, everyone gets married at the same time, which is nice because you have older and, and younger couples all together. And it's it's really about uh, not, not personal, uh, your definition of love, but just how love kind of connects all of us. So they all swim in little schools together and then no, they, they join the, streams. No, people are, are sophisticated people. It's a very complex. It lasts all day and night. And yeah, if you don't stay on your toes, you will be married to someone you did not come there intending to marry. Oh, no, right, that's, that's not, anywhere. that's exactly not correct you could marry a dolphin it sounds like a reasonable danger no we don't marry animals why would we do that we marry our own kind we can that would be like you marrying a giraffe or something i I just want to say you're raising your voice a lot i'm just i just don't like it when people act like you know it's it's my it's my it's my home it's a very beautiful ceremony it's very reverent and although i was Event, I am forbidden from ever participating in it. I can still respect that part of my childhood. And I don't appreciate you guys acting like it's some dirty thing. Which where is people would questions. Like, You're the one who we brought up know. my penis. Mr. I, I don't like to say dirty things at the tea table. No, I didn't say that you couldn't say dirty things. I said that you couldn't say dirty things about someone's culture when that's not what it is. If you were talking about your culture and I said, oh, you just rub your dick all over it, then maybe, yeah, but this is not the same thing. Are you saying my dick isn't cultured? Okay, guys, let's let's de-escalate for a second here. Everybody loves cultured meat. Two minutes ago, Ariston was talking about how he's in such a good mood that you're not going to get to him today. Congratulations, buddy. You got to him. I feel Let's so all- good. Shut up. Let's all take a drink of oolong, please. Rizzo's got the idea of it. <gasps> this is really Just good. Take I was, a, take a deep breath. Somebody, I don't remember who at this point, asked me if I'd ever been to a fancy wedding. Have me. you ever been to a fancy wedding? I'm asking it again. Thank you. Well, <laughs> we've had a couple marriages back when, when I was running with the pirates, and a pirate wedding, there's nothing quite like it. You ever see 500 people all mixed up in a wedding celebration? There's fires and drinking going on in all the boats. I mean, yep. I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie. You need light. It's at night. But it's you... made it sound like there was like rampant fire. No, like fires. Like, you ever been to a bonfire? It's like that. No. You should but... you should look into them. They're good. They're good. It's a land thing. I don't really like it. It might burn your scale. Not a fan of fire. You don't like Okay, well. Um, go, you know. Do you ever roast a marshmallow? No, I didn't. How would I do that? Underwater. Well, yeah, you can't water, water now. Long time now. That doesn't bud. mean I've roasted a marshmallow. I've been here for like a year, okay? Well, she asked you a question. I if you, if she asks no. you a question. No, I have not. I don't like being around fire. So no, I would not like being that much close to it with a metal stick. Or, or oh, you're we, yelling we again. Years of wood. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that... that you're still I'm not, yelling. I'm not, I'm not trying to. Hey, mister, I'm in a good mood and you can't get to me. How are you feeling? I hmm? was in a good mood, Godwin, but you have this little knack for just getting into everyone's goddamn skin. Okay, uh, the the moral of the story is I got a lot of Tide Mares very drunk. Oh. Whoa. Wow. I didn't know they could get drunk. They're physical creatures. Were you, uh, have you, have you been, ever been in a wedding or just, uh, 
like like uh watch watched it oh no i've like it, how do you want to define in a wedding have i ever participated as part of the wedding party yeah yes. i have but i have not like i don't have you know a, a marriage partner if that's right what you're no, asking. no 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 i was it's asking just... if you ever been in a wedding party before then then he would have asked have you ever been married before well you know sometimes yes. people use indirect speech it's yeah, a good point rizzo but uh, i wasn't i wasn't clear though yeah no i've uh i've been a i've been in a wedding party or two uh Taejun and Rai, when they got married, I was uh, I was a part of the wedding party. I I was the one who uh, officiated the exchange of swords. Oh, you exchanged swords? That's awesome. No, I didn't exchange swords. I'm saying you, as a pirate culture, exchanged swords. I mean, uh-huh. our little band did it anyway. The royal yeah. you. See, what this if- is a respectful way to talk about and ask questions about someone's culture. We seeing what we're doing right now. This is good. I'm doing it. I'm aware. Yeah. Maybe think about that next time. Uh, how I'm such a positive example of light for this community? No. I think about it all the time. about my culture. Think about it. That's what I said. What I meant. What I'll if, think about it. What if you have a sword and you don't want to trade it? You still love that person, but maybe it's your great-grandpappies. Well, then you don't marry the person? Or you marry using another cultural tradition? You know, we set out to live our own sword? life. But that doesn't mean that we don't carry some of where we came from with us. I mean, do you only have one sword? I mean, we're pirates. We got we got tons of weapons. Not everyone even prefers to use a sword as their weapon. Mm. It's like a ceremonial thing. What's your preferred weapon, would you say? Oh, at daggers. Hmm. So would you trade daggers? Well, no, I would trade swords because that's the tradition. Oh. So where do you get the sword? Blacksmith? You could get it from a blacksmith. You could get it from... So you buy a sword specifically for the ceremony. Well, if you would let me finish a, a thought, then maybe I could explain it. <laughs> well? Maybe you get it from a blacksmith. Maybe you have it specially commissioned by an artisan. Maybe you uh, find something real nice on one of your takes. It's a sword that's important to you, or that is particularly beautiful, and that proves that you're willing to put yourself on the line for that person. Uh, so, you know, it's just, uh, you take something that means that you're willing to protect that person and you give it to them and then they give something to you and, uh, it's like you get to keep a little bit of their protective energy with you all the time. So, do y'all go, like, on voyages together? We're pirates, yeah. Well... Up and down the Tepu River. Every day. end up on different ships. Well, if you're married, then that's not going to happen. You know, there's 500 of us traveling around together. You can shift your your accommodations unless someone has a duty that can only be fulfilled on a certain vessel and someone's got another duty that can only be fulfilled on a certain vessel, in which case, you know, you're going to separate. How did you guys even meet at that point? Well, it's only 500 people and we tether the vessels together sometimes, you know, there's walkability. Like when we we laid siege to the place, we just kind of locked them all up. Tight formation. That's fun. You ever see any sea monsters? Oh. Okay, that's a better question than mine. Sure. <laughs> Depending on how you want to define it. I've seen some sea monsters. You ever uh, heard of the Lunta? No. I bet you know a lot about the sea. Probably the who, who knows the most about the sea here. <laughs> oh, okay, though. I'm going to have to take a moment here, and I'm going to have to correct you, because I'm a river pirate. Oh, so Up you- and down the Tepu River. We don't spend that much time at sea. And if yeah. we do, it's the estuarial sea. So you know most about the Astroarial Sea. Yeah, I guess. Not the not the uh not the big sea though. Yeah, that was well, the big sea's a different thing. It's probably something you shouldn't talk about here at the table. What does that mean? Cancer. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Swallows of the South. 
If you like the show, please remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you'd like to find the show on the internet, please go to swallowsofthesouth.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at Swallows of South, or on Google Plus or Tumblr, at Swallows of the South. If you have any questions you'd like to have answered, please feel free to send messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. If you'd like to interact with Quinn personally, please go to MonkeyPieQuinn on Twitter. Our theme music was new by Elvis Herod, and I hope to see you again next Tuesday.